to The Should Life. I'm Jessica Lee Labe, your inner voice bestie, and I help people-pleasing perfectionists to claim their fully expressed, soul-aligned self through inner voice work. It's not as complicated as the mind makes it out to be, but it does take time, intention, and practice. Keep listening to find out how. Welcome back to another episode of The Should Life. This is your host, Jessica Lee Labe, and today we're talking about how you can call me your spiritual drug dealer. Let's get into it. Okay, friends, before we get into this amazing podcast episode, I just want to put out a little disclaimer here. We are going to be talking about psychedelic drugs and Of course, I want to remind you that I am not in any way a medical professional and I am not in any way encouraging anyone to take any type of substance. There are some people who should never take and ingest any type of foreign substance, whether it's legal, prescribed, illegal, etc. So take that with you and enjoy this episode with caution. Love you. Hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome back to another episode of The Should Life. And as you could tell from this intro, this is potentially going to be something that I have never talked about. But I've been inspired lately to talk about, well, I guess drugs Um, and (laughs) drugs and, and the inner voice. Have you ever heard anybody else talk about drugs and the inner voice? Possibly. But I'm going to, too. Okay, so... There is a lot of talk right now about psychedelics. There's a lot of talk about mushrooms and acid and a lot of, you know, this has been a trend probably in the last five to 10 years of these retreats, spiritual retreats that are centered around a big event that has to do with everyone collectively taking some type of drug, some type of substance that they are putting into their bodies. With the hopes of what? The hopes of feeling more connected to themselves and to the world around them, um, tapping into their real reason for being here, for existing in this place and time. These big answers that people are, are seeking, and maybe you are seeking this as well. So I started to think about this concept when I was watching watching a documentary on Netflix. I believe it was called How to Change Your Mind. And it was, you know, interviewing various people, talking about um, the medicinal effects of taking psychedelics, how beneficial they are, kind of the history of psychedelics, and how people feel when they are taking these types of drugs. And I could not help but notice that the way that people described their experiences taking psychedelics as feeling super connected to themselves and not not their mind, but feeling very connected to like their soul, feeling connected to this deep part of themselves that they had maybe locked away or forgotten about, Um, feeling connected to the world around them, feeling connected to nature, 
feeling connected to something bigger. They also described feeling like a state of bliss, feeling a state of like complete ease and trust, like there wasn't anything more that needed to be done. Feeling very at peace and at home within themselves. And the more that I listened to this, the more that I realized they were describing these trips on psychedelics the same exact way, using the same exact language as I use to describe my connection to my inner voice or my experience during an inner voice session or my experience when I simply communicate with my inner voice on a daily basis. And not only the way I describe it, but the way that consistently clients describe their experiences connecting with their own inner voices. So it was like, what is going on here? Is this just me? And what really woke me up to this was I I had an inner voice session with a new client and she had, before we had our session, she had two separate mushroom trips. These were macro doses. One, I, th- I believe it was her first experience was not good at all. It was, you know, what people describe as a bad trip. And she felt very out of control and she didn't, she just truly did not enjoy the experience. She went into it with a lot of fear and anxiety. And that seemed to be what showed up for her during that trip. And then she had a second mushroom trip, macro dosing, where it was absolutely a beautiful, gorgeous experience for her. She felt, you know, super connected, very at peace, very kind of blissed out, but also in control. And we w- I didn't say anything about any of that when we went into our inner voice session together as we were, you know, at the beginning of an inner voice session, it's just me and a client talking about, you know, what's going on, what are some things you'd like to talk to your inner voice about, questions you'd like me to specifically answer, or like, you know, some stresses that are currently happening that we'd like to address, et cetera, et cetera. And so in this conversation, she had shared with me about these mushroom trips. So I just took that as information. It wasn't even anything that I asked her inner voice about because it didn't seem like anything that really needed to be addressed. But I did take that as information. And after her inner voice session, this was her first time in a formal inner voice session. And as soon as she came out of the session, her words, she said exactly, that is the same way that I felt during my last mushroom trip, the one that went really well. And I just said, yeah, I get that a lot because I do consistently for my clients who have had an experience, a good experience with psychedelics, they, the experience that they've had with psychedelics parallel the experience that they have communicating with their inner voice. And this is, you know, obviously powerful on many levels, but one thing that I just want to bring to light here is that one of these experiences you need to pay money to experience. 
You need to find someone, really multiple people that you feel safe with as you are doing this um, experimentation. You need to do a lot of research to make sure that, you know, the facility and the facilitators are legitimate. You're putting a lot of trust in that experience and those people with, you know, because you're potentially in a vulnerable state. You are ingesting something, you're taking something that is outside of yourself and filling it, you know, filling yourself up with it. Now, no judgment, there is absolutely nothing wrong with any of that. If you are someone who is able to take an external substance. Now, I have a disclaimer at the beginning of this podcast episode, and I stand firm in that. And I'm not telling anyone to be ingesting any type of substance in any way, shape, or form, whether it's legal, illegal, over-the-counter, however you get it, whether it's okay for society or okay for you, that is a personal choice. There are some people who should never take any type of external substance, ever. And that is a decision, you know, between you and your body, between you and your, your inner voice, between you and your trusted medical team. So this is, one, this is one option available to us, right? If this is a choice that you're making, is doing all the research, making sure you're in a safe space, making sure that you feel comfortable. Are you going by yourself? Are you going with someone that you trust and you are ingesting this external substance? So that is like, that is option A, that is one option in front of you. And we always have multiple options. Now, what I talk about in this podcast and what I, what I coach my clients on, what I bring to the world is option B. And that is you have the ability to experience everything that a good trip has to offer to you. You have all of that sitting within you right now. You don't need to ingest any type of external substance. You don't need to worry about what's going to happen to you afterwards in terms of, am I going to have withdrawals? Am I going to have a higher level of anxiety? Am I going to have some type of like hangover, not necessarily an alcohol hangover, but another type of hangover? Am I going to regret it? If the experience goes poorly, What's going to happen to me then? You have all the components of what these external substances have to potentially offer to you within you in this moment, in this very moment. You have the ability to tap into this deep well of wisdom that is your inner voice. And you have the ability by communicating with it, by connecting with it, to feel yourself overflowing with love, to feeling this deep, deep connection to everything around you, to laughing uncontrollably, to not being able to stop smiling because you feel so much warmth and peace and love that you have no other choice but to just smile from pure joy. You have the ability to notice all of the little details that you never noticed, you know, five seconds ago. 
you have the ability to tap into this. And that is there for you through your inner voice. Now, I talked about this on my um, Sober Curious episode. I have not drank in uh, a year and a half now, over a year and a half. Now, in saying that, I have probably had four drinks in the last year and a half. So I'm not saying I, I no longer do all or nothing statements. I no longer do all or nothing living because all or nothing black and white is very much a mind dominated perspective. It's not in alignment with my inner voice. And so I just don't do it. And that's what I also love about the sober curious movement is that there's not this like pressure to count days and, you know, have guilt or stigma if you do choose to imbibe. But what I'm noticing as this trend in sober curiosity is that, you know, when I would drink and I feel, I feel like this is very common when I would drink, I would not necessarily use the words that we use when we either connect to our inner voice or have a good trip with a psychedelic. When I would drink, I would not feel connected to everything around me. I would not necessarily feel like I was overflowing with love and connectedness. I would not necessarily feel like I was able to focus on the little details of the beauty that is around me. What I would feel is kind of like a checking out, kind of like a numbing Um, I would feel, maybe I'd feel happy in the moment, but it would lead to a massive crash and that would lead to possibly like regret, higher anxiety, deeper depression, lack of, of, of quality sleep for sure. And I think it's very interesting to observe this trend in people choosing to drink less or not at all. And instead are choosing to micro or macro dose on various psychedelics, which give us, you know, I'm, I'm speaking in generalities, but most of the time, what we hear is that those micro or macro doses have us feeling the exact opposite way that alcohol does. And I feel like it's not a coincidence that we're seeing this trend of lower alcohol consumption and higher explorations into these substances that make us feel more deeply connected to ourselves and to the world around us. There is this overall seeking that is inherent in all of us, seeking connection And when we use outside substances that have us feel a loss of connection with ourselves, and what I mean by losing connection with yourself is losing connection with your inner voice, letting the mind run the show, believing the lies of the mind and the black and white mentality of the mind and seeing that as your truth. So we lose connection with our true self lose connection with our inner voice, and also lose connection with others. So it was funny when I got off that, that inner voice call with that new client, I was telling my husband, 
about that comment that the client had made about this was exactly like my last mushroom trip. And I was just really reflecting on all of these pieces that had kind of just shown up for me from the documentary to my own personal experiences to the ways that all of my clients consistently have described what it's like to have a connection to their inner voice. And I'm so glad that this this particular client felt so comfortable expressing as soon as she got done with that inner voice session, this felt just like my my last mushroom trip because I I walked in <laughs> to my husband's office and said, well, I think that people might need to start calling me their spiritual drug dealer. And this isn't, um, you know, th- that is something that I say in a very lighthearted way. And I hope that you understand my, um, you know, me being sarcastic and saying that. And really what I just want to continue to bring to your awareness is how, you know, with everything that I teach, all of this inner voice work is a practice that you can do on your own. This is a practice that I am, of course, here to support you in if you choose to do that. But ultimately, you don't need, you don't need someone with you at all times to do this work. That is the inherent beauty and magic of inner voice work is that once you understand how to do it, you can bring it with you. It's like in your pocket at all times. You have this universal cosmic wisdom within you all the time and you know how to access it. It's like you're a walking, talking superhero. What are you going to do with your superpowers today? Your inner voice is just one breath away. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. This is your reminder that you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. You can find me over at Instagram at Jessica Lee Wellbeing. That's Jessica.LeeLeigh.Wellbeing and my website at NoMoreShouldLife.com. If you are a recovering people pleaser, perfectionist like I am, and you're looking to activate your inner voice to claim your soul aligned life, send me a DM and let's get started. Thank you.